Welcome to Just Friends, the podcast where a married couple is trapped together for eternity and for some reason decides to spend that time together watching Friends for the first time ever. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend, cause you're the friend that I've been searching for. I'm Becca. <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> I just want to hear better intros. That's pretty good. Thanks. And this week we watched season two, episode five of Friends. The one with five steaks and an eggplant. Yeah. It's a good title. Yeah. It's the kind of title that you like. Yeah. Which where is... it's like a throwaway. <laughs> and I've once again forgotten to come up with an alternate title. Oh, Chris, you have to go first. I'm not like leading the charge here. You just copy off of me, basically. I do the one with Bob. That's good. I was going to say the one with the screening. Yeah, yeah, we're both getting at mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. Which is one of the funnier angles in the episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, you know, also tantalizingly vague mm-hmm. in its title, much like this one with, you know, five steaks and an eggplant. How are they going to bring that up? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> what has this gang gotten themselves into? I think the A plot is the money talk stuff. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. that, that's like internal, you know, foundational, internal foundational, like, friends dynamics. Plus, it's where the stakes in the eggplant actually come in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's referenced in the headline or title, <laughs> depending on your uh, persuasion. <laughs> yeah, so the whole money talk is, I'm glad that they address this because it is... Like, there's a glaring difference. Yeah. They kind of hint at it with Joey and Chandler, because, like, Joey is always borrowing money from Chandler. He mm. never has any money. And Chandler, he just, like, floats him. He doesn't really say anything. He's, you know, he gives some looks, like, Joey again. Again? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joey. But there's definitely, you know, like, Rachel's just a coffee shop waitress, so I'm sure she's not, you know, raking it in. Yeah. Phoebe's. A massage therapist? Yeah, so she, like I'm not sure, because she was a massage therapist, but she had to start working as Chandler's assistant because she had taught her clients how to massage themselves. Oh, yeah, something and like they her. All, her yeah. situation was much less clear. Well, a like, massage therapist would make a decent amount. Oh, yeah. If you're a well-regarded yeah. massage therapist in New York, you could be making more than a, a paleontologist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he's making okay money as a paleontologist. It doesn't sound like he's, uh, you know, setting the scene on fire. Yeah, that's the thing. The like, a paleontologist. Chandler, maybe. It's some yeah. obviously... He's like got his own purpose, office. Purposefully faceless corporate gig, mm-hmm. which could be anything for yeah. any amount of money. Absolutely. But yeah, Phoebe, like there's, they kind of. Yeah. And we, Monica, I think in order to get it to be even, because again, she's like a chef, you know, not the head chef. Also not like and a And she gets guaranteed... a promotion to lunch chef, which still isn't going to be, you know, a lot of money. Yeah. And then, I mean, spoiler but, alert, when she gets fired, like, in New York, like, you could be hired in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's, this, like, absolutely devastated. For the same job. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she gets put on the side of rich people. So the whole thing comes out where they want to do something for Ross's birthday. It turns out that that's get tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish. And it's, and like, a being... a cake and a gift. Yeah. It's $62 Which a person. Which is, you know, a little ridiculous to expect somebody to both buy tickets and a gift. The ticket is the gift. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, like that would be it. Like it's like the dinner is the gift, whatever. Yeah, the like the group the comes together and buys a thing or yeah. an outing or whatever. That's yeah. it. And it's like a whole day. Yeah, unless this is, I mean, like they're all best friends, but I don't know. For me, I would never know. Yeah. That'd be insane. Then Monica gets her promotion to lunch chef and head of purchasing, which to me just sounds like a typical corporation taking advantage of a woman by promoting her and then giving her two jobs. Yeah. And so. yeah, that sounds like a real, like real shit position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then uh, she is like, oh, we should go out to dinner somewhere, somewhere nice. And Joey and Phoebe and Rachel having just like talked about like, oh, you know, it's always something with them. They don't get that we're poor. They're like, oh, great. Somewhere nice. Yeah. Well, they were rolling their eyes. It was going to be $62 a person to pay for Ross's thing. And they're like, $62 a person. Like, can you believe it? And then when Monica wants to go out to someplace nice, they're like, ugh. Yeah. So it's just piling on. Yeah. They do go out. Although, go ahead. <laughs> during this part, when they're all sitting in Monica and Rachel's living room around the table, Joey has like a soft pretzel and like a napkin in his <laughs> yeah. hand and then just like a, a bottle of mustard in front of him, which is how I would eat it too. So Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've seen that happen. <laughs> yeah, he just has like a big pretzel in one hand bottle of mustard i mean that's how you eat a soft pretzel. <laughs> i just i just like that all the random food they put in joey's hand that yeah i really respect yeah like giant sandwiches pretzels with plenty of mustard because you don't just like put it on once in the beginning you got to reapply as you eat the pretzel mm-hmm. oh just... i agree i mean it's so annoying like if you're somewhere where they're like okay you know here's how you get the mustard we just put it on top of the pretzel first of all total mess you know, second of all, it's not going to be enough mustard. Yeah, you don't know how much mustard I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, for me, I was always raised on soft pretzels go with cheese. I was shocked when I moved down here. And it was like, sometimes you can't even, most of the time, you can't even get cheese. Yeah, I think it's definitely become more prevalent, the cheese. Yeah, but it I is not like the a default. fancy cheese. No, I mean, I, I, like, we had cheese or I had cheese with soft pretzels growing up, but it was... I think my dad was a big mustard yeah. and pretzel advocate. So. so did you have, like, at school, did you have soft pretzels? Uh, at school, yeah. And it was like that, you know, faux nacho yeah, orange that's what cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I reached beyond that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I took a peek over the hill of nacho cheese into the pastures of okay. mustard. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Whatever's <laughs> happening there. You know, I'm trying to paint a picture and for the I listener. <laughs> a pasture of mustard? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> One of the things, so they're out at Monica's dinner. Ross is, like, giving a big toast that Monica keeps interrupting to say, like, all the new things that she has. The elements of her job. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but all the poor people who are uh, Joey, Rachel, Rachel, and, and Phoebe... Yeah. They were all cheersing with water, and the rich people were cheersing with drinks. I didn't notice that. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, someone on the production was like, it's not going to make any sense that they're all drinking. Like, well, that's, that's a cafe tab. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking, oh man, they're all like doing cheers with water. People always say like, oh, that's bad luck, you know. But then as I was writing down, that's bad luck, I was like, oh my God, it's all the poor people. It's actually good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, I didn't notice that. Um, I did notice that that restaurant didn't look particularly nice. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, it had a snobby waiter, but, like, yeah, you know, you'd need a little bit more than that. But this is just, like, 
obviously whatever. Well, yeah, like whatever set they had yeah. available. Like yeah. it wasn't. It looked like it was. It could either be a restaurant or like an office with cubicles. Like there yeah. was nothing. Or a hospital different. room. <laughs> yeah, like it could be anything. Yeah. It was a. Yeah, the waiter. I liked him. He was you know delightfully snobbish. Mm-hmm. Like oh, we haven't even looked at the menu yet. They're like oh well. Like, when you do, I'll be right over there on the edge of my seat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good one. Yeah. And then all the poor people are giving him their orders, and he's like, like, Rachel asks for a side salad, and he's like, "Uh, and that will be on the side of what? (laughs) Put it next to my water, and we'll all (laughs) see what happens. And Joey's ordering some sort of, like, Thai chicken pizza. He's like, if I get that, like, without the nuts and all the other stuff, will it be cheaper? He's like, you'd think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then Chandler, the guy says, okay, can I get you anything else? He's like, uh, yeah, how about a, a little song and dance? Yeah, he makes some oh, runs to some song. I don't so remember. douchey. I hate when people make jokes like that to waiters, because I feel uncomfortable. You know, like, the waiter has to sit there all day listening to people's terrible jokes. I mean, you're, you're like, this person is trapped, and they have to be nice to you, because this is America, so they have to tip you. Or yeah, you have to tip even them. if you don't have to work for tips, like you still have to <laughs> present a, you know, yeah, but personable you know front. how waiters are in Europe; they are not personable. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're working to end the day. Yeah, in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but yeah, I mean, but stuff like that, where you know, with like canned humor for yeah. people in these service jobs, unless you like really have an original zinger. You know, they'll laugh politely. There's what, there is no original zinger at a restaurant. Every restaurant worker has heard every joke. You would just say something just like, like batshit weird. Not, you know. <laughs> well, now you're like just an insane person. Yeah, but that might be funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> at the restaurant is where they, uh, by they, I mean like Phoebe, Rachel, and Joey reveal that they are sensitive about the whole money split thing because Ross is trying to split the check evenly, mm-hmm. which is unfair. I mean, he should have realized. And that's, yeah, where it's very clear everyone is ordering like appetizers. Yeah. Like they would have, they were all eating like the breadsticks that came with the meal. It would have been obvious that, you know, Chandler's still working on his catfish and Phoebe's already finished her two bites of cucumber, cucumber mush. Her cup of cucumber soup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they want to charge her uh, 28 bucks or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, of course, it's actually, it's delightfully awkward. (laughs) So this is like our cats. I mean, I don't know how much of this will come out in editing, but as soon as we come into the recording room, it's like the only place our cats want to be. Yeah. They're They're, never in here the rest of the day. They spend most of the day sleeping. And then we come into this room and they're like, hey, what's going on in here? (laughs) Now's the time where I have to explore every (laughs) square inch of this room. I've never been in here before. I can see why you guys are sitting in here. Yeah. And they get into like territory fights, you know, yeah. where like one of them comes up with a place to sit and the other one's like, whoa, I never thought about that place to sit. Yeah. Like, like right now. Yeah. But, you know. Like so, Chris is surrounded by cats who are like in a standoff yeah, doing so, like their tail flicks. So if you hear noise, it's not a third person. It's two, <laughs> two more cats. cats. <laughs> two cats trying to get in on this. Uncredited appearances. <laughs> Right. So it is delightfully awkward, the whole scene. I think that they played out really well, where it's oh, like yeah, everyone so feels really uncomfortable. Joey's doing like the whole shifting in the chair as he's like trying to announce that they think that there's a money thing. Well, yeah, all the rich people, they like notice something's wrong. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, like, like, what's going on? They like all the poor people look at each other. And then Joey's like, well, 
you know, it's just that <laughs> us, sometimes we think you guys don't always know. And he's just kind of like shifting in his chair endlessly. It's pretty funny. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that part. Yeah. And they say, okay, like you guys don't realize that we don't have as much money. So they're having like a whole money conversation. Of course, talking about money is uncomfortable. Chandler tries to break the discomfort with a joke about Ebola. Oh, yeah. That, that was like the scene break. But mm-hmm. before that, Ross has some insufferable con- comment where he's like, well, I just never really thought about money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a real dick thing to say yeah. in the moment. Yeah. And someone's like, uh, well, Rachel's oh, like, yeah, you? because you have it. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, great point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, how did you think that comment was going to go over? It's like, you know, money just not really like a concern for me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry it is for you, but yeah. like, don't take that out on me. Well, people who have money, they never want to talk about money or think about it. They're like, oh, money. Ugh. You know, it's just. Unless they're around other rich people. Do they talk about money? I feel like they'll complain about some aspects of money. Yeah, like, you know, taxes. Yeah. That's not talking about money. That's talking about the money the government is trying to take from you. <laughs> I said, yeah, as long as you're in the same income bracket. Or about, you know, like, people on welfare sucking up all the money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those kinds of things. Yeah. Okay, now I can relate to that, sure. (laughs) Yeah, once uh, Ross Chandler and Monica got out of the room, that's all they talked about. Yeah. That was the the, the scene break was Chandler like, how about that Ebola, huh? (laughs) He's like, that sucks. Yeah. And everyone's like, ugh, God, Chandler. Now I'm making it better. You can make that joke at various points. I mean, kind of recently, there was the Ebola outbreak, like, two years ago. I think it would still hold up. Like, if you're trying to do... People would know. They'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, Ebola, a little weird, but... Yeah, it wouldn't be like Mad Cow, which was kind of like a flare-up. Mad Cow would be It didn't, like, come back. But it was, like, a thing, you know, like, the the UK and stuff. Like, and people were worried about it here. But it didn't, like, pop up again. And if you made a joke about it now, I don't think... Well, that would be super funny, I think. I don't think Gen Z would understand a Mad Cow reference. It would be both funny to people who are our age and confusing to younger people in the way that you could successfully break up the conversation. <laughs> yeah, you could put a dividing line. Yeah, it's that insane comment that people need to be making at restaurants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and yeah, so that was that was good. Yeah. It's also during, like, before the scene break where they reveal to Ross that he is getting the Hootie and the Blowfish tickets for the birthday. <laughs> And they're like, okay, we want not do... not as timeless a reference <laughs> yeah. as Ebola. What are you talking about? Hootie just did a tour last summer. Remember, no, I wanted Darian, to go. Did Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> not Darius Rucker. Well, that was this was like a comeback tour. Just like Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the that was the tagline. Yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish, just like Ebola. Oh, yeah. Maybe Com- that's how they got the idea. They're coming like, back for oh, more. Ebola came back. No way, guys, should we come back to? It's time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. <laughs> I didn't know that they, did. I mean, I know that uh, Darius we Rucker. We talked about going to the Hootie concert. We did? But remember, I must have been very drunk. It was drunk. so expensive. It was way more than $62. You weren't very drunk because we talked about it a lot. Yeah, because yeah, they're preying on all these old maniacs that have yeah. money now. Yeah, it was like 160 to like $275 for a ticket. And I was ready to go. I wouldn't pay bands that I love right now that kind of money to see them. Yeah, because the bands that you love would never charge that amount. (laughs) That's true. They're like, (laughs) we sold out this, uh, like, 3,000-seater at $800 a seat. Yeah. So they decide not to go to Hootie, but then in the next scene, 
Uh, this is where the five steaks and an eggplant come out. So they're, they, being the rich people, Monica, Ross, and Chandler. The haves. Yeah, the haves. <laughs> Good one. So the haves are doing like this whole big reveal, like a whole nerdy thing where it's like all rehearsed. Like, what do we have in this bag? It's five steaks and an egg and an eggplant <laughs> for Phoebe. Yeah. So I guess that Monica had gotten these steaks, uh, like as a bonus for signing on a new vendor. You know, it was probably like, ominous music like here. A, like a new supplier. Yeah. Had given her these steaks. Yeah. And they also revealed the haves revealed the Hootie and the Blowfish tickets. And they were like, look, guys, it's on us. Hootie and the Blowfish. And the have-nots are like, oh. You don't wow. get it. Yeah. <laughs> Super ungrateful, the have-nots. They're like, oh, you're treating us like charity, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's a concert. You know, just just take the tickets. Yeah, it's not like, and we got some canned food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, we got three Hootie and the Blowfish con- tickets and three lesser person tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and three cans of pumpkin pie filling. Oh, <laughs> So they're not happy. Yeah, they're not happy. And they, like, everyone, they all freak out and fight. And well, they and the decide... haves are like, oh, we can't go now. And the yeah. have-nots are like, well, we shouldn't always do stuff together. And like, yeah, you're right. We're not gonna. We're all gonna go. It's kind of a... Yeah, and they split. And the haves go to the concert, uh, which I'm happy. I mean, they mm-hmm. shouldn't have yeah. not gone just because the have-nots are being whiny. Yeah, they almost left the concert. They did. I do like how they the the three seats next to them were all empty and stayed empty the whole time. Yeah, nobody moved up. <laughs> yeah, someone would be like, uh, "These have been empty the whole time." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they start leaving the concert, but then Hootie starts playing, and they're like, "Well, maybe just stay for one song." They end up staying. Some guy that Monica used to babysit is there. Uh, Rachel may have hooked up with her his dad when she used to babysit him. I mean, she definitely did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the whole time, the have-nots are at home, and they're not doing anything. Like, they didn't even come up with anything else to do. <laughs> they were doing, like, a guess how many fingers Joey has behind his back. <laughs> so they cut back to the have-nots, and they're all just sitting around very bored. And one of them goes, one. And Joey goes, no, it's two. <laughs> and shows, like, two fingers. It was pretty funny. That reminds me of a game that you always want to play. Guess the card. Yeah, guess the card. Yeah, it's pretty easy. You just pick the top card off the deck, and you try and guess what it is. And you guess before you pick it, if that's, oh, not, if that's not clear. So is it that easy, Chris? Oh, no, it's not easy. But when you get it right, there's no better feeling in the world. <laughs> yeah, this is our first uh, in-podcast ad for the game Guess the Card. <laughs> guess the... Yeah, I'm going to make an app. <laughs> You just tap the screen, the card shows up, and then it's the honor system. You've got to say whether or not you had guessed it right. Wow. It's lazy, lazy app. <laughs> Loaded with ads. So the next day, they're all, like, talking at the cafe. They're like, oh, you know, we saw Hootie. Whatever. We ran into little Stevie Fisher. That's the guy whose dad Rachel hooked up with. Yeah, well, who's who, who's a lawyer now? Who He's works a lawyer. at a law firm that represents the band. Yeah. And are, do bands let their, like, counsel backstage? Who's like, hey, we got your... Maybe if you had gotten a sweeter law job, you would know. <laughs> We've got a low-level associate from the firm <laughs> that does some, like, licensing work for you. Do you want yeah. him backstage? There's no way. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they also said that he and Hootie were tight, so maybe they were friends separately. With little Stevie Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> from, from what place? In what context? <laughs> Who knows? 
I don't know. It's just weird. You know, I mean, I guess maybe you would get like nicer seats at a show, but I don't know if they would like. Oh, yeah. The band would be like, sure, come hang out with us, lawyer. I mean, this is the same world, Chris, where a lunch chef is also, you know, one of the apps. <laughs> rolling, yeah. rolling in it. Because they had run into little Stevie Fisher, they had actually gone backstage with Hootie, like Chris said. And, you Partied know, all yeah. night. But at the cafe, this comes out slowly. They're, they're trying to, like, slow ball it. Yeah. You know, slow, slow play ball it. it. Slow play it. <laughs> slow ball. That's a slow ball. They're trying to slow pitch softball this one <laughs> on the outside corner. People will get it. And then somebody notices, is it Phoebe or Rachel that Monica has a hickey? I think Rachel notices the hickey. No, no, no. It's Phoebe. Oh. Because then Rachel is like, oh, did you? Okay. So Phoebe notices. She's like, is that a hickey on your neck? And, and Monica's like, like oh, oh, no, no I, I fell. And Rachel goes, on somebody's lips. Rare. <laughs> and I just can't believe that uh, Monica is still getting hickeys at this age. Well, she's only 26, right? Is that Was that a thing? How, how old is too old to get a hickey? There's no age that's too old. <laughs> I'm just telling you that because you will never let me give you hickeys. Because <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> But people would respect it, Chris. It's a real power move if you walked into court with a hickey. <laughs> I don't know, Your Honor. No, no big deal, Your Honor. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't even let me give you hickeys, like, on your shoulder. <laughs> That's even weirder. Why? Like, <laughs> who gets anything out of that exchange? Me. You get some of my essence. Yeah. I need the essence to survive. <laughs> I'm just taking hits off of essence during the workday to get through it. You're a literal succubus. <laughs> so then it comes out while they're talking to the have-nots that... Yeah, Monica can't satisfactorily explain away her hickey. And then right. the whole thing blows, blows up, up. Because they reveal that they were partying with Hootie and blah, blah, blah. And the have-nots are upset. So they're all fighting. Meanwhile, Monica gets a page on her new beeper and she it turns out that she had basically accepted a kickback from the new vendor in the form of five steaks and an eggplant and uh she is now fired from her job as head of purchasing and lunch lunch chef which seems a little you know whatever a little too insane but who knows Oh, yeah. I feel like the first I mean unless she works for a giant corporation like the first time they'd be like they always try if she this. If for like, a giant corporation, then how would they even find out about the five sticks? No, but that's the only place that would have like a rigid, yeah. like, fuck up and you're gone thing. If it's like mm. some small restaurant or a small chain, they'd be like, listen, this vendor does this all the time. Just mm. like, just don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, like, the, the jobs that she wants are bountiful. So the B plot is Chandler picking up a phone call from a woman who has the wrong number or an outdated number yeah whatever she yeah. either way she ends up calling uh chandler chandler and joey's and, apartment yeah so like the landline yeah the, well right does he have a cell phone i don't know but no i don't think so because ross had that beeper for the baby stuff but that's like yeah. i don't think we've seen yeah, cell phones I yet i think i don't think so yeah 
I feel like if somebody gets a cell phone, it's going to be a big deal because like, this is the 90s. Yeah, certainly no one's carrying one around. Yeah, exactly. There might be like, yeah. And I do feel like Chandler will be the first one to get a cell phone. It feels like it fits yeah, his like personality. Well, he's got like a corporate job. He'll yeah. get it through work and or like, something. He'll, he'll be douchely showing it off. Yeah. I can almost write it myself. Uh, anyway, so Chandler and Ross are sitting in Chandler's apartment. And Ross mentions just casually like he really misses Julie. While watching little people wrestling. Yeah. Which they refer to as midget wrestling. Well, which is yeah, very... it was a different time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that at the time. I know. still don't know what the right term is. Isn't it little person? Little people? Is it? Should yeah. we be whispering? Does it work if we whisper? On a I'll punch in whatever the proper, the PC term is. I don't know. I feel like, whatever. Yes, I don't know. Let me know what the right term is. I'm pretty sure it's little person still. Dwarf or little person are both acceptable terms. But yeah, I thought that they, so Julie was not in this episode and they really just half-assed the whole, she's Where not she? here. New Mexico. But that was oh. it. But they didn't explain like, oh, she's in New Mexico on like an archaeological dig. They're just like the initial thing where Ross is like, oh, I miss Julie. Like, that's it. She's not here. And then later he's on the phone. He's like, say hello to Julie in New Mexico. Mm. But he doesn't say like, oh, like she, they could easily just be like, oh, she's there for like an archaeological thing. Or not or even mention it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess they should. I guess that one episode she wasn't in, they yeah, didn't explain they her. Julie is not enough of like a... A player right now to have to explain why she's not there yeah it was weird yeah so who knows where she was or why chandler has started screening his calls you know uh just to try it out see who's calling him this is when we used to have a landline when i was growing up we would screen every single call and i actually told uh one of my teachers was like trying to get a hold of my mom <laughs> And I told her, like, oh, don't bother because, like, you know, my mom doesn't pick up any calls because of the bill collectors. <laughs> I heard teachers love it when they hear shit like this. <laughs> I think I was in, like, third grade, maybe second grade. And uh, my mom told me, she, like, told me later, she's like, oh, you can't really tell people that. And I'm like, uh, why? Like, it is because of the bill collectors. <laughs> yes, it is true. <laughs> But Something's... it's not something we can say. <laughs> I don't want them to find me. <laughs> so it reminded me of that. So a woman calls and she has a sultry voice, Jade, mm. and she's calling for Bob and talking about what a wonderful the relationship time. they used to have. Yeah. You know, she's like, I know it's been years. She's like, I was thinking about you, whatever. I just want one more night of passion. Oh, yeah. And she says that her legs are the ones on the James Bond yeah, poster. Yeah, she's like, yes, those are my legs in the James Bond poster. And it's at this moment. She's leaving a voicemail. Chandler lunges at the phone and grabs it. And goes, Bob here. And does a whole Bob thing. Yeah, he's got like a deepened voice, a man's voice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he is like, he convinces her to come down to Central Perk, um, where he comes up with a plan where she will inevitably be stood up by Bob. And he will be there waiting to receive her and comfort her. Hey, and, baby, yeah. what's wrong? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Ross is, like, acting all noble about how, like, Chandler is a terrible person. And, like, he has, Chandler has no idea if Jade and Bob were meant to be together and Chandler could be ruining that. And it's like, Ross, literally last year you were, like, prepared to destroy every person who entered Rachel's life because you were in love with her. So. Yeah. Let's, Damn. let's, uh, you know. Yeah, 
He's really, uh, he's got a double standard for himself and everyone else. Yeah. Chandler does successfully horn in. He goes over and he's like, hey, whoever stood you up, he's an asshole. I don't remember his line. Something, it's something along those lines. Yeah. It's like, whoever stood you up is a real world-class idiot or something. Yeah. I don't know. And she's like, how did you know? <laughs> and he ends up going on a date with her. Eventually, he bangs her. And it's the day that they're going to go to the Hootie and the Blowfish concert. Mm-hmm. And... Ross is like, oh, are you ready to go? And Chandler, and it's it's actually kind of funny to see like Ross and Chandler being buddy buddy because you know typically Choosing it's Joey. Joey and Chandler, yeah. But now they've been split up, so it's a little weird to see like Ross always hanging around. Mm. I feel like more realistically, of course, like they have to buddy people up for the purpose of the sitcom. Not Monica; she has to be alone. But you know, men. <laughs> it's a little funny because I feel like in the real world, Chandler and Ross would just still be by themselves and, like, meeting up at a central place. Like, would they yeah. change that quickly? Yeah, it wouldn't just be like Chandler's just always there. I mean, they can't, you know, they're always or in Monica, Monica and Chandler Rachel's should be buddying up. Because they live right across from each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would make, yeah. mm, whatever. The I logistics know. of, like, where they are and when they're no, there. No, this is about who's friends with who. It doesn't make sense for Ross to suddenly be buddy buddy with friends with whoever propels whatever plot they thought of (laughs) if anything they both should be hanging around monica because she is like the glue between them she lives across from chandler and she's ross's sister Mm. so if people are looking for people to buddy up with it should be monica it's fucked up that she is the one who's left alone here yeah well she's gonna rush my case she's she's gonna get fired so who cares (laughs) yeah so Chandler's like, oh, let me grab my jacket and tell you I had sex today. And Ross is like, what? You know, the typical I had sex today reaction. And if a friend told me that, I'd be like, please, I don't care. <laughs> this is why you wouldn't get buddied up with. <laughs> yeah, I would not be. I'd just like, please don't. I don't care. <laughs> In what, what way would, would you I... say? I would probably be like, oh, I don't know. I would say something that would hopefully end that line of conversation hmm. like what what could possibly come out of this that i would have any interest in <laughs> i don't know like oh did you plow her real deep <laughs> like, like, what, like what are you gonna get into like the mechanics yeah. like the amount of of ejaculation like what are you gonna get into please i think if you asked the amount of ejaculation you would successfully end the conversation <laughs> like oh was it you know like thimble cup <laughs> Was it an above-average amount of ejaculate? <laughs> That's how you know it's good. <laughs> Something like, like I, That's a good way to do it. That's a good way to creep someone out. It's like, a good thing to say at a sl- restaurant to be totally insane. Slaying ladies. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Like, it's just, I have no interest in it. Good to know. I'll quit talking about slaying ladies with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just don't get, I don't want to hear about people's sexual conquests. It's just... It's of no interest. Okay. I don't get it. <laughs> Everyone, please take note of that. If you want to talk about going yeah. to Plowtown, don't include Chris. Yeah. If you've been drafting that email to me, send it to trash. <laughs> anyway, I think Ross asks him, like, oh, how was it? And Chandler says, oh, my God, <laughs> I was amazing. <laughs> Which is the best way. He's like, she to was respond. she was butting her lip and, you know. To stop from screaming. <laughs> yeah. And Ross is like, oh, no way. He's, you know, he seems tolerable of it. He's certainly not asking him the amount of ejaculate to try to end the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> then Jade calls again. 
and screen the call. Yep, screens she, the call, and she's talking about Bob. And Chandler is very excited because he thinks. Well, she still thinks this is Bob's phone number, right? So she's talking to Bob, right? Because Chandler has actually given her Ross's, Ross's number. phone number. It's and... a phone number situation that people today can't relate to. I don't know. I guess it could still happen. if someone like, yeah. called the wrong, like an old cell phone. Yeah, exactly. I've gotten calls from people. Yeah, all the time. Or I get texts from people. I always text them back. I remember a woman who thought that it, like we had the same voicemail. She was like, you have my voicemail. You need to oh, call yeah. and fix this. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, lady. Chris, he says that, you know, in a reasonable voice on the podcast. But you should hear him when he talks to the people who call him. He is insanely rude. Yeah, because she it's was like calling a level me of non-stop. Like, you can't over and over. I doubt you could replicate it on demand because you are just like so frustrated and so like ratcheted up. <laughs> yeah, I'm real good at it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why? Why would I do that? Why would I ever do that? <laughs> There's no world, lady, where I'm calling anybody about my voicemail. This is your problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would never say lady, but. I'm sure I said yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. You did call her a straight cunt, right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I've called people cunts. <laughs> strangers cunts in my real life. <laughs> Mostly in the subway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Where were we? Enough about me. Right. When Chandler tells Ross this whole, like, oh, I'm giving her your number. Yeah, the love making. Oh, that plan. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the love making of And lifetime. Ross goes, and what am I supposed to do if Mr. Roper calls? Do you know what that's a reference to? Uh, no. Ugh, three's Company, Chris. I don't know what that is. Mr. Ro- Roper is their landlord. And they're coming up with this scheme. It's a classic Three's Company scheme uh, where there's like all sorts of things happening that you have that to keep a, in balance. Is that John Ritter? Rest in peace. It was. Wow. Suzanne Summers. Yeah. I mean, I'm aware of that. I've never seen any of it. And no. I don't know who Mr. Ro- I've I've heard Mr. Roper probably just in the same way like a reference if you're going to be in this podcast you really need to get up to date in your historical sitcoms i am about ready to ankle this podcast (laughs) (sighs) i'm just tired of being you know the only co-host who knows anything it's basically the becca and the cunt show you're the cunt in this situation (laughs) yeah i figured i'm the only one who's in the room with you (laughs) all right so then just, Jade just wait till friends trivia. <laughs> While Jade is leaving this voicemail, she's like, oh, Chandler picks up again, pretending to be Bob. Well, she says she's talking to Bob. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, I know it's been three years. She's like, but I met someone else and I slept with him two hours ago. And that's when Chandler answers. He's yeah. like, oh, Bob here. He's like, and what was he like? <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's the the sound, first of all, that they use for the phone. It's like super it's supposed to be echoey so it like sounds like it's on a phone but it's like so loud it sounds like it's just filling the whole room well, yeah it's like very tinny yeah and phone like but also very loud yeah. <laughs> she's like oh, he just wasn't you bob you know um whatever she says like he doesn't last that long she had to bite her lip just to keep from calling bob's name and well, i think she when he first said like oh like oh like well how was he she was like eh. she was yeah. like eh. she did that which i thought was a yeah, and a Ross devastating is there. Response. Ooh, it was. And Ross was there too, and he can hear everything because you know they're just piping it into the whole studio. Well, I assume it's coming out of the it's coming out of the the voicemail, the answering machine. No. Yes. No, it's coming out of the phone. If you are leaving a vo- uh, a message and you pick it up, <sighs> that would make. 
make a terrible noise. Don't you remember how answering machines worked? If you were still talking on the phone while the answering machine was going, it would be like... Yeah, probably. Maybe like a primitive, but like then why could everyone hear it? Yeah, I think because it's a sitcom and they're just, you know, playing it through. All right, whatever. We'll... We need a 90s answering machine expert on this uh, podcast. Yeah, a phone technologist. Yeah. From the 90s. Point of the story is that... One way or another, everyone can hear everything. (laughs) Yeah. And Jade is just devastating Chandler about his whole... (laughs) It's like, well, maybe he was trying a new technique. (laughs) Yeah. It'll take, she's like, it'll take some time to get used to. She's like, well, there really wasn't much time to get used to it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, he was just getting ripped apart. He doesn't really mention it at the Hootie and the Blowfish concert. He kind of just lets it roll off of him. But he's made plenty of jokes about him not being very good in bed, so maybe he's used to it. Yeah, you know, he's pretty self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, too stuck up about himself. Yeah. At the end, Jade is leaving another voicemail for Bob. And Joey is there this time. Yeah, this is his first time being exposed to yeah. the Bob voicemails. Joey may not even know about uh, he, Jade because, he you know. He doesn't know any of it. Yeah, because he was part of the have-nots, yeah. He, he, he's like, he hears it and he's like looking around yeah. like, what is, well, he even mouths, he's like, Bob, like, what is going on? <laughs> so he's hearing the whole thing and about how, like, you know, she just wants to have one night of passion again. And Joey, like, leaps over the couch in order to get to the phone. <laughs> Tries to grab it, like, smashes it off the countertop and falls down. It was good. Now, do you think that that was a stunt double? It's a good question. I, I think mean, yes. probably. Yeah, because they, you, you they don't show yeah, it. Yeah, you don't see his face. And that's, like, you're sending, like, his face at the countertop. Like, something goes that's wrong. That's all of his money. Yeah. Like, you knock out, or you even just get, like, a fat lip. Like, that's whatever. Like, weeks gone. Weeks gone for a fat Five, lip. One week. <laughs> one week. You he can... has to like go down. You can't just like put makeup on a fat lip. You just make it part of the storyline. He <laughs> fell. <laughs> Julie punched Joey. She's not here, but she did it. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have any other notes. Uh, no, I think that that's uh, that's everything. What do you think? Oh, about... I do. No, I do like a uh, a part that we missed talking about the a plot. When after Monica realizes that she's fired, the a different waitress, not Rachel, at Central Perk comes over with her tab, oh, yeah. which is four dollars and twelve cents, and uh, you know, in, in like a very touching moment, you know, like money doesn't matter. Joey, one of the have-nots, grabs it. He's like, "I'll take care of that." And then he turns to Chandler and he goes, "Hey, do you have five dollars?" I really like that part. Yeah. Stayed in character. Yeah. Well, I was like when they... Joey, de- big heart, not lots of money. Yeah. When they when they diffuse moments of uh, genuine emotion with <laughs> with humor. Yeah. But that, that, aside from that, that's it. Yeah. I'm ready for Friends Trivia. Okay. To give you your comeuppance. It's time for Friends Trivia. All right. So this is, I think, didn't you win last week? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think only because... I think you meant to say I had to get all three right, but you didn't. And then I and got then two out of three me. right. <laughs> and I accepted it as a D. And you accepted your own. So this is another two out of three right situation. All Formal. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's Hootie and the Blowfish trivia. I should have known. Yeah. Should have boned up. Should have. All right. It's about the band, not the sea creature. No. <sighs> I'm not making guarantees either way. All right, fine. All right. The original name of Hootie and the Blowfish, the band, was one of these four choices. 
Angel and the Snake, The Wolf Brothers, Village Idiots, We, Johnny Hayes, and The Blue Cats. Village Idiots. That's incorrect. Uh, what is it? It's The Wolf Brothers. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That sounded good when you said it. <sighs> yeah. Angel and the Snake was the original name of Blondie. The Village Idiots is the original name of Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. And We, Johnny Hayes, and the Blue Cats is one of the original names of the Bee Gees. A secondary name. They had a different original name. Did you make up that question? Yes. Like, you what? Did you, like, make up the answers? Yes. Oh, that's pretty so good. So there's a Wikipedia page of original band names. All right. That was good. The Led Zeppelin was originally called The New Yardbirds. The New Yardbirds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprised I didn't stick with that. <laughs> it was already a Yardbirds. <laughs> Why don't we just be the new Yardbirds? <laughs> yeah, there were some good ones. It was tough to pick. Darius Rucker Boulevard is located in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, or Virginia? Georgia. South Carolina. Fuck! God! That's where Darius Rucker is from. Chris. I know! I, oh. Well... Once again... When you said that answer, I was like, that sounds good. And then I heard another one later, and I was like, that's, ah, fuck. Whatever. So I lose. Get to the third one. <laughs> you want to do it? Yes. Okay, you might go 0 for 3 here. You're that's ready fine. for that embarrassment? Sure, who cares? 1 out of 3 and 0 out of 3 are equally embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Much like stumbling over it. <laughs> well said. So I sat back down and had a beer and felt sorry for myself is a lyric from this Hootie and the Blowfish song. Wait, say it again. I, so I sat back down and had a beer and felt sorry for myself. Oh, uh... I, I have uh, oh, options. Okay. Because <laughs> I think I know what it is. Look away. I'm going home. Hannah Jane. Or let her cry. Let her cry. I mean, I kind of fucked this one up because I was singing Let Her Cry. <laughs> I mean, I knew that that was Let Her Cry before yeah. you gave the answers. And I just wanted to make sure that it was on the list. <laughs> after having... Uh, I could have done better. Yeah, you could have. My first, I should have just gone with... If I went with my first impulse, I would have hit it out of the park. Well, you didn't. I know. You, know, you always overthink things. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts. We'd all have a Merry Christmas. We'd all get three out of three on Hootie and the Blowfish trivia. <laughs> Right. Well, that you about... know that some of our listeners play along? No. With trivia? Yeah, I've gotten texts from people. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> we need to uh, make a friend's trivia app on our system. you got to tell us if you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is at the top of the scoreboard every week. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right. Okay. That wraps it up. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We've actually got more listeners than ever now, even though we're not very diligent about having this ready every Thursday by noon. People, I, I blame Chris. People love erratic posting. <laughs> yeah. What people like is not any schedule at all. This whole coronavirus thing has shown that. It just gives it, you know, like a homey familiar thing. Yeah. Like, like... They're just like us. <laughs> they can't get it together either. So join us every Thursday, possibly Friday, hopefully Thursday. We're trying really hard to have it out on Thursday in the afternoon. Yeah. So I would say if you're looking for it to be ready by sometime Friday morning. Yeah. 
if you're planning a party around listening to this, make it on Saturday. <laughs> Thursday, way too risky. Friday, still, still no guarantee. So still no guarantees. There was that one time we posted on Sunday. <laughs> and follow us on just.friends.podcast, where I most likely will not post anything. <laughs> where we'll maybe update you if we don't post the episode in time, but. No guarantees on that either. Yeah. Friends.